1: What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got?
2: Well, guys, earlier today, the University of California Board of Regents delayed a decision on whether it might try to stop UCLA's planned jump to the Big Ten. But UCLA's chancellor defended the move, saying that college athletics is in a volatile period Thanks to all these factors like conference realignment, student-athlete transfers, and, of course, the new NIL rules. He also said that the university recognizes that it will have to invest more money into maintaining its athletic programs. Uh, The matter will now be considered at a special meeting on December 14th to give board members more time to consider the issue and compile questions. So this whole, like, UCLA to the Big Ten isn't, like, totally signed, sealed, and delivered until after this happens.
1: I think it's so stupid. That this mm-hmm. is happening. This is all. You know what this is all about, right, Cap? Or no? Um, the letter. No, no. Well, when you, it, it's about well, to, Cal not going. That's all right. this is about. At the end of the day, how can you didn't let get them the go? Not
3: take us, right?
1: Right, and and that so it puts them at a. It feels like it puts them at a, at a disadvantage, and that's all this is about. Well, and it does. Me, but, but I mean, George, me play something.
3: George, listen, Cal. Okay, let's talk about Cal for a second. Yeah. When was the last time the Cal football program was alive?
1: I don't know when the band went on the field against Stanford.
3: Okay, it's no. been a little since then. You've had a couple <laughs> I don't of guys. Know, Aaron Rodgers, they <laughs> right. were decent. Yeah. You had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um. You you've had a couple other guys that have been really good players. Marshawn Lynch, uh, right? right yeah. Well, and there's and there's more. And and you know what? They were good, and they've been off the radar for a really long time. As for basketball, Cal basketball. When was the last time you remember seeing oh, or hearing Tony about Cal? Okay, it's been a long time.
1: Right, Jason Kidd. You know what I mean. Like you gotta go way back. You know.
3: Do you know that Cal's basketball program lost a game earlier this week to UC, not LA, UCSD, San Diego, moving up from Division Two. Cal, their athletic department, it's on you guys. I mean, sorry, you're just not an attractive partner right now. You know, you guys aren't good in football. You're not good in basketball. What do you want us to do? Just say, hey, we can't go because little brother isn't good enough, so he can't go, so we have to stay. All right. Can
1: I role play and be Cal for a second? Okay, right, Go ahead. All right. You, you want to be – you can be the Big Ten or whoever else it is. That well, I'm UCLA, be- aren't I? Well, you could be UCLA. Okay. All right. That's fine. All right. Ready?
3: Yeah. Go ahead. Right, you're Cal.
1: Hey, so uh, UCLA, why, what's up, man? Are you just going to leave us behind? What the hell? Yeah, that's right.
3: We're going with our, our partner, USC. Yeah, um, I thought we were partners, though. You know, the whole UC, you know? Right. Well, that's what you thought. But you see, we think of it more as an L.A. thing. You guys think of it as a UC thing. And we, the L.A. thing, we're taking off to the Big Ten. Sorry. Okay, but
1: why can't we go, too? Why can't I just bring, like, Stanford with me, then? You know, we got, like, a Bay thing. Bay in L.A., you know? You're going to
3: need people on the West Coast. Don't give up, but we're going to go, and then we may call for you.
1: That doesn't sound reassuring.
3: Well, I mean, look, we're going to go, we're going to earn, we're going to find our place, and then we're yeah. going to say, hey, we want our former partners to come but join us as well. why can't we go? Is it we're not good enough? What is your deal with us? A, you're not good enough, and B, the Big Ten is not inviting you. Sorry. Wait, wait, but, I mean, they've got Rutgers over there. We're better than Rutgers. Yeah, Rutgers is terrible, too. We get that. And maybe, Okay, maybe. so then
1: why, you know what? You need, to, you need to vouch for us. Somebody vouched for Rutgers over there.
3: You need to vouch for us. Well, when we get there and we're there and we're in and we're happy and we make relationships, then we'll vouch for you guys. But until then, we're not not going Wait, now, because of you. Got the, now's when you got the leverage. We don't want you to go that badly. You guys are terrible.
1: I mean, You, you guys Rutgers. are horrible. You, but you, you can get wins
3: if we're horrible. Sorry, you're going to
1: need guys. wins because UCLA. No offense, you're not USC in football, and USC may not be USC
3: in football. Just oh, by the way, yeah.
1: So then, what? It, so you guys better be careful. The grass isn't
3: always greener on the other side. Well, you guys are terrible, and if you guys would have been even just average, maybe you would have been more attractive. But you're not, so sorry.
1: Well, you need to not get sorry. us in because then they're going to try to sneak in. Don't be trying to sneak in Washington and Oregon instead of us. You know, Stanford and, and Cal.
3: Well, listen, I'd love to have Northern California. I'd love to have Southern California and Northern California. And if you're going to really hurt the the Pac-12, I mean, you take from them the L.A. market. You take from them, theoretically, the Bay Area market, too. That's damaging for the Pac-12. And I think more attractive than the Seattle market or certainly the Oregon, whatever TV market they are. Okay, there you go. That's what I'd like to hear there, UCLA. But gosh, come on, Cal. One, two, three, four, five, six game losing streak. Really? Your big win this year is against UC Davis or UNLV? Come hey, on, see, Cal. Davis, do better. You
1: know? They get some guys in there in the NFL occasionally, you know? Do better, Cal. I mean, I don't know. I know we haven't had a winning season since 2009, but, you know, you got Rutgers, I, I told you, you know? Hey, Come you on. Do better.
3: That's all I'm saying. All right. Rutgers was there before you guys.
1: I thought you didn't like when people said do better there UC I know
3: I've become really into it now. Yeah. No, it's okay. my new thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Although we were in the Red Box Bowl a couple years ago. Cal? Just yeah.
3: What about Rutgers? When was the last time Rutgers yeah. was in?
1: Actually I, I, I stand corrected. I, I two thousand nine in the conference. Uh two thousand nineteen uh we had a winning record. We well, as think... an I'm I'm playing Cal in this right. role
3: play. Yeah. how Jared Goff's Cal teams do? Anybody remember? Um Jared Goff uh yeah, we went to the Armed Forces Bowl that year. Good bowl. Wow. Eight and five. Nice.
1: Yeah, I bet you UCLA wasn't that good at that time. I
3: don't know. They may have been in, like, the Vegas Bowl.
1: Right. So you go.
3: Look, George, the reality of the situation is UCLA is only yeah. being invited because of the L.A. at the end of their name. Yeah. You know, the, the Big Ten wanted the L.A. market. They didn't want half the L.A. market. No, they of didn't course. And if you're USC,
1: you want your rival. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But don't leave us behind, mm. all right? We're done here. All right. I See you later,
3: UCLA. Later. See you later. Bye, Cal.
1: By the way, yeah, yeah, there is a uh, national show that has uh, apparently ripped off our uh, role play bit. I'm not going to say who, but just you can figure it out. You want me to say it? No, don't say it. Just let people figure it out. I'll the say The community, it. the Circle of Trust will Don't it say
3: out. it, Cappy. Yeah. Why? What's it matter? Yeah. I
1: don't care. I'm just saying. Just don't mean let, nothing to me. Let them figure And by the way, I don't want to give that show any pub, is what oh, I really? say. Yeah. And they know. They listen. Say. Clearly, they listen. Oh, so yeah. they
3: know. Yeah. They're. They're, let me say this. They're producing local, they're listening local, they're thinking, well, nationally, no one's going to know that we just hacked that bit, so let's just do it anyway, screw it. Yeah. I get it. But
1: they know, they're listening right now going, oh, oh, really, really, we stole that, like you invented role play? No, No, we didn't didn't, But we
3: did here. We didn't invent it, but we've been doing it. Yeah. It's called Sedano and Cap Theater. Don't take that name next to.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, All right. So real quick. You got this hot
3: rumor on the Lakers. Well, it's not my hot rumor. It's, oh. the, it's the Internet's hot rumor.
1: What is the Internet's hot rumor?
3: Well, I'm sure you've read by now, George, the uh, many, many reports about Rob Palinka leaving LAX and flying to Indianapolis. I've seen the pictures, yes. Now, when I look at the pictures, what am I supposed to be looking at? I mean, like Came with uh,
1: his uh, Lakers uh, hoodie.
3: Yeah, but but what does that tell me? That he's going how, on a how- trip. How am I supposed to know that he's in Indianapolis or going to Indianapolis?
1: Well, because he was standing next to the gate that says Indianapolis.
3: Right. And and so some smart guy could have been in the airport and gone, oh my God, there's Rob Lowe. Wait a second. No, that's not Rob Lowe. That's Rob Palenka. They look alike. No, um, Rob
1: Lowe's going to do the shop with uh, on Amazon with LeBron today.
3: Right. And, and, oh, look, there's Rob Palenka. And behind him is a sign that says flight to Indianapolis. If I snap this picture so quickly... And then I post it. I'm going to tell people that he was on his way to Indianapolis.
1: It's like that day everyone allegedly said he was in like Disneyland or
3: something. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. I mean, listen, <laughs> is is that what we all do now? Like, that's where we get our rumors from some dude who's in line at a burger place at a terminal who sees Rob Palenka and takes a picture. And I don't know. Maybe the guy photoshops. Maybe it's like uh, Grant in L.A. He photoshops stuff all the time. And it says Indianapolis behind him. Is that Is that really the thing now?
1: I mean, I guess it is. But I mean, that's um,
3: that's the rumor. What what was the rumor, though, that he was going to Indianapolis for what? Well, what do you think he's going to Indianapolis for?
1: I don't know. What is he going there for?
3: Well, there's been all these rumors for all this time about all these two guys from Indianapolis, from Indiana, that he's going to go and trade for. Oh, you mean the Miles Turner Buddy Heel thing? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what it's about.
1: Oh, okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay. You ready for me to tell you? You tell me. I'm ready. You tell me. Let's do it on the other side.
0: enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code FirstTake and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parley selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
3: Before you, before you go, 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 go. Before I'm feeling all, so we no, 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 wake, wake me up. Before, before you, you go, go. 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 People seem to really like our singing. Before you go, go. I don't know why, but people seem to really like it. Yep, no, no, no. Wake me up before you go, go. Shout out to the it's Benson tonight. crime family who uh, mentioned this morning in the Circle of Trust, catching up on the Sedano well, yeah. and Cap. Nice yeah, podcast. Yeah. Catching up yeah, on the podcast. Loving the singing. Yeah, because we can't, they, we're can't. we doing it a cappella.
1: You can't play the songs on the podcast. Oh, really? Nope. Yeah, you didn't know that?
3: No. Yeah, Are you doing that we- on the Cappycast? You're actually playing songs? No, never. Because oh, you know what? Because no, Mostly because YouTube will take us down. <laughs> yeah. You
2: can't play music unless you're paying yeah. for
3: that. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So, so when we do all of our singing on radio, hey, where we hey, sing hey, along okay. with songs, mm-hmm. and we sound really amazing the way we're harmonizing with George Michael and that other guy.
2: Not on the podcast, man. <laughs> on the podcast is acapella. Yep. So it sounds even better, Cap.
3: I bet it does. Bet you're right, Lindsay. Baseball. Mm-hmm. Again, shout out to the Benson Crime Family.
1: And uh, R.I.P. George uh, uh, George Michael. Yeah.
3: So. Wow, forgot he died.
1: Yeah, a number of years ago now.
3: Mm. Love so. George Michael. Did mm-hmm. R.I.P. is right. What was the other guy's name? Andrew something or other.
1: Uh, from Wham? Yeah. yeah, Andrew something, yeah. I don't
3: know. Andrew something.
2: As Morales said, the other guy.
3: Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like we, the nameless other guy, who uh, now is Andrew known as Andrew, Andrew something.
2: That a- sucks, huh? Being like the other person. Mm. Like, yeah, it's kind of like, I,
1: you know, uh, American Idol. It was um, Seacrest and uh, Dunkelman. You know? And the Dunkelman. other guy. Yeah, he's a stand-up comic now.
2: Yeah, nobody remembers that nope. guy. Brian Dunkle, man. Like
1: He
3: was only there for like a week, wasn't he? Nice no, it was the first season, I believe. Really? Dunkel made the whole season?
2: I think it was one maybe the second season, too.
3: Maybe. No, really? Yeah. They brought him in for the second season? <laughs> it wasn't like wrong. Josh hey, McDaniels look. where you like fire him after the first?
1: <laughs> I don't think he um, got fired, though. I think
3: he left the show. Dunkel? Pretty sure. I don't know that I, Dunkel left. Yeah, I, yeah,
2: you're right. That is what happened. Yeah, so according of, to the internet, they after say? the season ended, it was reported that Dunkelman had quit from oh, co-hosting really? America. Yeah, Idol.
1: after the season ended, uh, it was reported that Dunkelman had quit from co-hosting. Various <laughs> news outlets later said that he had, quote, had his career completely destroyed for doing so. <laughs>
2: What a dumb move. I bet that guy regrets it every day. Yeah, he thought it wasn't going to be anything. That's why.
3: Yeah, Ryan Seacrest. This show's not going to work. Yeah, Yeah. talk about Ryan Seacrest. I mean, his career went from, hey, I'm a DJ. Let me play for you the top hit to now, like, monster, gigantic media mogul.
2: He just put his house on the market for, like, $50 million. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Numerous... uh... Staffers on American Idol uh, Mm -hmm. said that Dunkelman submitted his resignation because before the news that he could be fired soon. Um. Oh, Oh. so there you go. So he just got ahead of him, he just broke up with them before they broke
3: up with him. Mm -hmm. Smart, a safe face. I didn't get fired. I broke up with them. I quit. I quit. Crappy ass show. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) (laughs) you like that show like 10 years later. You like that garbage really? Mm. I quit that show. It sucks. So, Cappy, yep. let's get back to the Rumorville. Yeah. LAX
1: Airport, mm-hmm. home of the LAX Airport. That's where Rumorville resides right now. So, you're saying there's pictures of Rob Palinka at a gate at LAX going to Indianapolis?
3: I'm not really saying it, but a whole bunch of media outlets are reporting it. I don't know how many of them you consider credible. I mean, I like to read a, one that's called uh, LakersNation.com. There's another one that's called SilverscreenEnroll.com. And, yeah. and these websites uh, have stories about how Rob Polinka. He Palenka, was at the airport, yeah. He's he's spotted in the airport right. going to in Indianapolis. The, and then the assumption is that he's going to what? Well, the assumption was if you're trying to put two and two together, is well if he's in any Indi- if he's in the airport and he's going to Indianapolis it must be because he must be going to see the Pacers because he must be trying to pull that trade off. I mean that's the way it works, George. And that's the um, automatic two and two, two plus yeah. two equals if he's if he's in the I mean, airport and he's going to Indianapolis he must be going to do this trade. Yeah, but I mean, do you believe that? Not really. No.
1: I was going to say I don't believe it. I I'm, I'm I mean I I'm fairly certain that. If he was going to Indianapolis, it was to watch the State Farm Championship, which is that tournament where uh, Duke and Kansas and Kentucky and Michigan State are playing and all that. Because of course he would be there.
3: I was thinking he was going to the Indianapolis 500.
1: No, I'm pretty sure that doesn't get run in November.
3: Didn't know. Uh, don't really watch the Indianapolis 500. But when you ask, I mean, him, would like, it make sense?
1: Do you think the weather is, uh, is is worthwhile to run the Indianapolis 500 in November?
3: Yeah, they've got this one event where they put chains on the cars.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't believe that.
3: I, it's true. It's it yeah. really is true.
1: So, I, yeah, I, if if you if you believe that Rob was going there to do the trade, now look, I again, as you know, Cappy, I'm not an absolutist. So while I would I'm say on not a T-shirt, a, yeah. Um, I would say that uh, less than 1% chance, that's the reason he's going to Indianapolis to get that deal done. I would say more likely uh, over 99% chance he's there to scout those four teams.
3: Yeah. Well, that seems to make a little bit more sense, doesn't it? But, yeah. but you know, you see Rob Palinka in the airport. You take a picture of him. Yeah. You think that he, because, you know, one of these guys said, hey, uh, tweeting, hey, I'm on a flight right now with Rob Palinka, and we're headed to Indiana. Yeah. And so, like, okay, again, the it's it's nothing other than to try and go viral with yeah. put two and two together, smart guy. Right.
1: By the way, shout out to my, to a guy, Lance, who uh, was listens to the show, uh, who uh, spotted me on the plane in Phoenix today. He was like, hey, Sedona, what are you doing here? He's like, where are you going? I'm like, I just did the Warriors game yesterday here in Phoenix. Like, oh, cool. So shout, shout out. out to
3: Lance, who listens to the show. Way to go, Lance. Yeah. Shout out to you, buddy. So that's the way rumors get started, though, George. Why is, didn't Lance uh,
1: take a picture of me? And say Sedano's here in Phoenix, you dude. Know, like, Sedano's
3: in Phoenix. He must be trying to pull off a trade. Yeah, he got something going on with Devin Booker. Come on, right? Devin
1: Booker. I love
3: Devin Booker. Let me tell you something. He he, rem- you
1: know, I know that he idolized Kobe, but I I I can see like there's so much similarity between the two guys from a personality standpoint it's pretty wild and i wasn't like one of these guys that knew kobe super well like ramona or dave or anybody like that like i knew him a little bit because you know i'd do enough games where i'd be around him occasionally but devin booker he really does remind me just that guy loves basketball eats breathes sleeps probably poops basketball too he poops it i mean probably you know is that right I mean, if he eats, breeds, and sleeps, it you know,
3: it's quite an interesting trick he's doing. Then I'll tell you that yeah. right now.
1: I mean, he's good too, man. I
3: mean, but wow. then again, if he eats it, he gotta,
1: you gotta, it's got to come out somewhere. Got to, got to get rid of it. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. So. But yeah, I love that guy. I love that, that was guy. a good,
3: good post game interview.
1: Uh, thanks. Yeah, short and sweet. You know, there's really not much to say. They kind of won wire to wire. You know what yeah. I mean? So.
3: It's like, so hey, Devin, you guys just uh, destroyed those guys. What do you have to say about that?
1: Yeah, I tried okay. to give him at the beginning, like you know, you beat the champs now two times in a row. You know, does that mean anything this early in the season? He's like, not really.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I think it, I think it was more like, you know, what does that what does that say about this team? You know, it's yeah. one of those kinds of deals.
1: Yeah, no, that that was the second question. Oh, it was. was? This, what does it say about this team? It was a different one. It was about uh, the five, all five starters being double figures and having nearly thirty assists combined okay. between the five starters.
3: Devin, what does that mean? What does that say? About and no, this but team? that
1: one he loved. He ate that one up. Yeah. Um, but he gave me a kind of, nah, not really. He gave me like a Sean McVay. Now he did continue speaking, not like Sean McVay to Mason or to, to Travis or Mason Island, whoever that was. Um, I kind of forget they all run together now with, uh, with Sean McVay. It feels like, but the, uh, it was with Mason. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but he, he he's like, nah, we're just kind of focusing on us. Like, you know, we'll, we'll deal with them. We'll get ready for the playoffs, even if it's this early. And then that's with the stuff with his teammates. He loved that one. Like he's in on that one. How about, and that's like- it.
3: How about like a third question? Like, hey, dominant performance, not much to talk about. What kind of car did you drive here tonight? Can I almost that. thought, I swear to
1: God, it's funny you say that because he's a big car collector. Right. I did think about asking that one on the way out. Um, but I was like, mm, you know, I can say that. I am gonna. Do- I have so many more games with them on the schedule. I can't just throw that one out right now. I feel like
3: I still got, I but, need that one just in case. But you know what would be great is yeah. if you do use that one, Every post game interview, you I just ask keep him, asking him the right, car, and then he yeah. just tells you every time what what kind yeah. of different car he drove that day. Yeah,
1: I like Devin. Devin, um, you know, he slapped me on the ass after that early oh, in the game. Nice. He slapped me in the he slapped me in the chest when he saw me initially.
3: Wow, so you like just
1: getting beaten up by Devin Booker? It's not like that. It's just you know, it's a, it's a love tap. It's a love tap, right? I understand. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's not like yeah. yours, you know yeah. how Rachel does yours.
1: Now with Draymond, yeah, he um, yeah exactly. That's not yeah. like with Rachel. With Draymond, he gave me like he was about to call, oh, then dude, saw careful. me.
3: Careful around Draymond. Draymond might punch
1: you out. That's not true. Might break your face off. Draymond has been fantastic with me over the years.
3: Well, he was Um, fantastic to his teammate for years, too.
1: Draymond was about to cough in his hand, but then saw me and then stuck it out for the fist bump. And I appreciated it. he did it before the cough. So I laughed. I said, thanks for doing that before. Yeah. Hit me with an
3: elbow, dog. <laughs> it was take funny. take an elbow from you, pal.
1: It was funny because he was about to go for like, you know, like, you know how people just cough in their hands, you know, like, because it's cold or whatever in there. And like, and like he looked and his eyes popped over and he gave me the fist bump. I'm like, hey, thanks for doing that before the cough.
3: Yeah, I don't need your germs.
1: <laughs> hey, exactly. man, listen. COVID's still around. I don't need to get it for like another time. You
3: know. Yeah. Did you mask up on the plane?
1: I did. I did mask up on the plane. Good
3: man. Good man.
1: I masked up on the plane. Not in the arena. Uh, I feel like I'm, you know, outside of the players who are still regularly tested or whatever. I'm kind of around. Are they? Not players still tested? I mean, they're still testing them. If they're sick, they're testing them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nikola Jokic is uh, in safety protocols or whatever.
3: I I did not know that. I I mean, if it wasn't if, if it wasn't for Ireland last week, getting it again. You I would have, have thought like, it was gone. Yeah, I was like, what's that? We had eradicated COVID. Right, right dude, is that thing still around? <laughs> I, we, we, really, you got what? <laughs> what is that?
1: Yeah. And then uh, I told you the story about Clay. I asked him about his captain's hat that he wore in that Ramona interview. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, yeah. Like, they, tell me they gave you. I, I I cursed what I said. I said, tell me they gave you that bleep when, uh, when you bought the boat. At least you didn't have to buy that bleeping hat. <laughs> He, he I like funny.
3: how you didn't know what kind of boat it was. You're like, I don't know, some little boat. It's like 37 feet. You know,
1: I don't know. It looked little down. on TV. What the hell am I going to say? I yeah, don't it's know. It's a nice boat. I'm not a boat person. So I love that boating.
3: Too. God, I love boating. Yeah. Just want to have a boat one day. You know, if I didn't have four kids, I'd probably have a boat by now. Yeah. You know, but I got four kids.
1: Yeah. So four uh, kids, diversity zero boats. sounds in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust wants me to play the interview with Pop. I mean, I don't know. I feel like you just go on my Twitter and find it. It's there. It's at the top. It's pinned. You know, I pin tweet.
3: To yeah, it's my pin tweet. Just go mm-hmm. to my Twitter. So are you watching right now? I, did, I just turned it on. Uh, the I Titans... was watching,
1: I'm watching the MLB Network to see who wins the NL MVP.
3: Okay. Uh, well, that's already been announced. No, the AL MVP was Aaron Judge. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it was Paul Goldschmidt. It was? Yeah. L- oh, see, Linz, I asked, I, I asked right. if you had seen that.
1: I Because I, 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 I thought so, too. Because yeah. they were doing Paul Goldschmidt highlights. And I thought, but on the bottom, oh, on the, here it is. They finally put it up. Because I've been looking at their scroll. Uh, and it finally puts it up, there, first career MVP award. All right. yeah, was it so only had Aaron Judge on there. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's the top headline in ESPN.com right now.
1: Oh, I wasn't looking at that. I'm watching MLB Network.
3: Well, I'm watching two football games right now. I've got Tulane up over SMU 21-0, George. And I've got a wager on Wait. this game.
1: Can I can I ask you something before that before you ask ask you about or you mention your wager? Are you upset that your guy Manny Machado didn't win the uh Not the not NBA upset,
3: team? but I'm I I kind of thought that there might be a chance that Nolan Arenado and Goldschmidt might take votes from one another and Machado right. could sneak in and take it. Yeah. But um no, by the way, did he finish second?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Yeah, uh, but let me. So, but what you should do is on the CappyCast, go mm-hmm. like all out and be like, "I can't believe Manny Machado didn't win." Like, just
3: do one of those like Romy rants. Yeah, I know. But the only problem is, is that really um, when you looked at Goldschmidt's numbers. Like he really did. He really was and, the best one. Yeah. Yeah. He had the best numbers. Now yeah. it's kind of strange because you have two guys. Manny
1: did finish second, though. It wasn't that it, you know it was less than a hundred points.
3: Yeah, I mean you have two guys on the same team that are both finalists. So what is it? You know, that's. I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of production out of two guys that become finalists for the MVP, and you think to yourself, well, if Goldschmidt wasn't there, how good yeah. would Arenado have been? So Machado oh. did carry the Padres all season yeah. long.
1: By the way, Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts uh, finished fourth and fifth. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean,
3: yeah. Uh, Your bet. Can we do that after Radio Tinder? It's not that big of a deal. I'm just watching football games tonight because it's Thursday night. That's what I do. Okay.
1: I'm going to put on the football game too, but we'll do Radio Tinder next.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition.
2: Thanks, Christopher. And and I do mean that. Like anybody can fight me on that. That Nintendo sixty four Goldeneye, best video game ever made, hands down.
3: So you're you're willing to fight over that? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm fighting the words.
2: I don't even think it's even close. What what other games do you have, Sedano? That even like come close?
1: I mean, I mean, I mean it just what, depends. twenty six hundred. Come on. What era you want to go? You know what I mean? A- like ever? I-, I don't know. Let's like, say
2: over the past twenty years. Uh,
1: I mean. The Madden series is pretty damn popular, I would say. So, um, I mean, players really get really upset about that. So it was the all the sports games, people guys, people go crazy over those. And then there's the Grand Theft Auto super ones. Super Mario, like, bro. I, I think and that Mario, anything Mario super, is
3: big. Mario
2: Kart. Mario Kart is a close second to Goldeneye, but I still will die in that hill.
3: I had a friend of mine just the other day tell me it was a big deal that he bought a PS5.
2: It is because you couldn't buy them for like two years.
3: Yeah. yeah so crazy crazy he said he guy, was. Yeah, he said yeah. he spent like five hundred dollars on a PS5, and he thinks he could sell it without opening the box for a thousand dollars.
2: They're more readily now. available no. now. Yeah. Not now. Maybe yeah. like six months ago, but yeah. right yeah. now you can you can get them. You just might have to call around or get lucky. But yeah, if tell you tell your look, buddy he, you
1: know. he didn't, if that's the investment he thought he was making, he's not getting that.
3: Not good. No, he should have invested in crypto. Is that yeah. what he should have done? <laughs>
1: Uh, no, I mean, you, I mean, I think like anything you could, I mean, you could invest it in a tech stock. It'd be down 75% right now too. So there's that.
3: Yeah. Well, he thinks he's pretty smart. This guy, he thinks he's going to be able to sell this thing for a thousand bucks and buy some tickets. Does this guy mean mean you? No, no, I'm not that Uh guy. I I just want
2: to say, Cap, I thought that too. I was one of those people who, when, um, the Xbox 360, the PS4, when those came out, I was one of those people who literally got a tent and camped out for like 12 hours to be able to get one. Yes, I did. I did it. It was when I still lived back home. It was very cold out, and I turned around and sold my, my boyfriend at the time, and I both would wait in line to get them, and then we turned around and sold them and made, like, triple the money. No there way. Were like 500 How much did you pay him? They were, like, 400 or 500 bucks, and we sold them for, like, 1500 No way. Yeah, there were people literally outside as we walked out with with cash in their hand, offering us money
3: for them. It was crazy. Did you sell them, like, there on, on the spot Yeah, for that's cash why we Mike? did it.
2: Yeah, that's why we did
3: it. Wow.
2: But I, I don't think that that's really a thing anymore, just the way that they do it with... You know, they to, like hand out the tickets, and it's just like a whole weird thing now. Anyway. I'm
3: impressed. I would never wait outside of a store in a tent.
2: I know you wouldn't, but, you know, it was an easy way to make 1500 bucks. Especially yeah. if you're waiting like 12 hours, it's like, you know, over $100 an hour to do nothing.
3: I just sit appreciate there. that.
2: It was also kind of fun. because everyone like, like the a entrepreneurial
3: little... spirit, Lindsay, baseball. I do. Yeah,
2: someone someone had a TV. It was fun. It was a good time. Anyway, back to Radio Tinder. Mm. So, we have not talked about Elon Musk in what, like three, four days now?
1: Yeah, now what did he do?
2: Well, his drive to increase Twitter's follower count is apparently a must-have, and so is people paying for it because the social media company's new boss says that it's losing over $4 million per day, and that's before the revenue that has, like, completely gone away from all the recent advertiser pullback. According to the numbers that Musk has shared, in order to become profitable, Twitter would need to get around 6% of the U.S. digital advertising market or 115 million people paying $8 a month for Twitter Blue. So that's a third of the U.S. population. Do you guys see a third of the country paying $8 a month for Twitter Blue to make them profitable? Swipe left
3: or swipe right, Sedano.
1: Swipe left, zero chance. It's very simple. I don't really have any more to add. Like, this is a ridiculous number, if that's the case.
3: I, too, will swipe left. I, too, will say zero chance. No way. Not happening. You know
2: what's crazy is that he... They used to have free lunch, I guess, and even breakfast at the Twitter headquarters. So not only did Elon Musk say, like, you must come in the office starting tomorrow, like zero notice. I don't care what your excuse is. You don't get any free lunch now. You have to pay for your lunch. And like just like cutting, getting rid of all the the perks and stuff that a lot of people probably took to work there. Just seems like a real big jerk.
3: I don't Is there any me. way he's trying to intentionally run this into the ground for I, no I, reason? I mean, other than like, you know, it's just a toy and 44000000000 billion doesn't mean anything?
1: I don't know, man. I, I don't so know what's weird. happening. So I, I'm just kind of here to watch it all burn and see what happens.
3: Dude, I'm sitting right next to you at the 50-yard line watching the whole thing go down.
2: Yeah. I think he's just trying way too hard to be like, oh, I'm the guy who saved all this money for Twitter. And like, it's not even a public you know, company, you, so who cares? You know cares? what
3: would have been a really good idea? If he would have just bought it and then said you guys seem to be doing a pretty good job run it and but the thing is we need to make more money so let's work on that but i'm going to be over here working on the car deal and i'm going to be over here working on the rocket ship deal and i'm going to be doing my thing over here i'm not going to get in the way
2: well seems he like did mark say, davis yeah apparently he did say yesterday i guess that he he has way too much work on his plate and he is going to hire somebody to run twitter for him he's just trying to get like you know, he's just trying to like lay down the law or whatever. Apparently he's scrambling Jack
1: to a, try to find top engineers to stay. And um, uh, the remaining employees who are speaking to the media like, off the record are saying they expect the platform to just break down. Like, nice. There's not going to be enough people to manage it.
3: That's what I want. I want the well, whole thing to burn to the ground so I can get off of it. And the only reason I'm going to get off of it is because it burns to the ground. If it's right. on, I'm on it.
2: What's crazy is he's also firing people like on Twitter. Like, He's like searching his name. And like Twitter mentions and timelines and oh, stuff, no, like I literally. See that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I then he's like, "Well, already. don't don't bother coming into work tomorrow. You no longer have a job. Ha ha! Like what a jerk! What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> he's probably gonna fire me, even though he doesn't even employ me. Yeah. He hears me You're talking fired. about it. <sighs> anyway, what's next? So Peyton Manning has proven over and over again that he's gonna succeed at pretty much anything he tries to do. So what if at some point he was approached to run for commissioner of the NFL? Well, in an interview with Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk yesterday, he was asked exactly that. And here's what he said.
5: Being the commissioner, um, A, I'm not qualified, uh, in my opinion. I'm not sure anybody wants to
3: follow Roger Goodell as commissioner. It's like following John Wooden at UCLA. I mean, the bar has been set high. Roger takes... Criticism, certainly, but I think he's been great for the game. And uh, that's just not something, you know, on my radar specifically because I don't think I'm qualified to do it. But uh, it's important whoever follows him continues uh, doing it the right way. He's done it.
2: So aside from the fact that he was like singing praises of Roger Goodell the whole time, which I think a lot of people would disagree with that perspective, but do you think that Peyton Manning would be a better commissioner than Goodell? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy?
3: I'm going to swipe left and say, no, I don't think he would be a better commissioner than Roger Goodell. Um, As for what I heard in that, and there's a lot to it, the part that I would want to pick at is, what do you mean not qualified? Who's qualified to do anything? Was Jeff Saturday qualified to be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts two weeks ago? No. No, Was John Lynch qualified to be the general manager of the San Francisco 49ers before he got that job leaving the TV booth? Not really. So, if Peyton Manning wants to be the commissioner in the NFL, so be it. But what he thinks that Roger Goodell has done really well is make the owners and I suppose the players as well a lot more money through television deals.
1: Um, I mean, he has done that. But I mean, I think that would have happened regardless of whether he was the commissioner or the next guy who didn't get the job would have been the commissioner. I don't know. No, I don't think credit, that's a specific you know? thing to Roger Goodell. <laughs> to no, your but he point, gets credit for it, way. though. Right. But to your point, um, I, I think that that would have happened with whoever they placed in that position just
3: because the uh, sport was exploding.
1: So, you know, I mean, Paul had Paul Tagliabue stayed as the commissioner, I don't think that that would have not happened.
3: Nah, they wouldn't have made as much money with Paul. No, they wouldn't have done it. It was yeah. all Roger. Yeah.
1: I mean, I Roger like- Goodell was the selection basically because he was like, he started off as like an intern there for God's sake. Like the only thing he's practically known all his life uh, of his adult life mostly has been the NFL.
2: I was going to ask, what did he do before that?
1: Yeah. Like, how, do, how does one
2: get, get nominated to, to run for or whatever for the commissioner? How I mean, listen, happen?
1: the guy who was the president, uh, two presidents ago at ESPN, George Bodenheimer. I mean, there's the famous story started in the mailroom, for God's sake. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and there there's, there's stories like that from, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe there are guys that can pull that or ladies that can pull that off now. Um, but I, I mean, I think that's what happens. I think people want, uh, they set a culture. And they want someone from within the family, right? It's kind of like what we talk about with USC did for so many years. And then eventually the, you know, the stuff, the family tree doesn't, uh, you know, bear as ripe uh, a fruit in anymore. You know what I mean? And then like, same thing with uh, the Lakers. We've been talking about them in that regard, that they need to go outside the family a little bit. And that's kind of part of the problem. So, you know, uh, you know, for the NFL, that's, that's worked out. Okay. And maybe there'll be a day that it doesn't work out. Okay. And, you know, they need to go outside the family.
3: Well, I don't think right. Peyton Manning is uh, is the guy. I feel like he's he's a smart uh, he doesn't guy. want to. By the way, I wouldn't want that grief. Right. Either, Why would because you
1: want we that? all know because by the way, you know what? A, 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 the NFL commissioner's job is really Yeah, to is kiss to the ass the, of all the owners. Well, be the I was going to say be the piñata for all the owners, but I mean that too, I guess, yeah.
3: I mean, it's really the same thing, isn't it? I mean,
2: he wants everyone to love him because they do. Mhm. I don't think it could handle everyone being like, oh, this commissioner sucks. Do well, that's
3: something, what, Roger. You, you heard what he said. He goes, well, he handles criticism really well. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't handle criticism as well. I don't think I could do that job. I'm not qualified. I don't handle yeah. criticism as well. Yeah. All right, one more,
2: Linz. All right, guys, so Aaron Judge's record 60-second home run ball will be heading to the auction block later this month. The man who caught the ball was recently offered $3 million for it, but he turned it down. So he's going to sell the ball with Golden Auctions, and it's going to hit the block on November 29th. The bid's going to start at $1 million, and apparently the auction house owner said that he expects it to far exceed the most expensive baseball ever sold at an auction, which, of course, was Mark McGuire's 70th home run ball from 1998, which sold for $3.05 million. So instead of having you swipe, I want to know, how much do you guys think Aaron Judge's home run ball will sell for? Sedano, you go first.
1: So it was rejected. The $3 million was rejected, right? Mm-hmm.
2: And they, everyone thinks he's going to get a lot more than that.
1: I'd say double that is fair, right? Like five or six in that range. I mean, that's that seems to me like where this is heading.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say five million, but George, you said six million. So I oh, was five say five or six s- in that range. Yeah. yeah, six million and one. I'm just gonna go over. I'm gonna go the over on the six million. <laughs> this is not game of games, bro. Oh, well, it's not. You, yeah, How about price you, of right? Is it price of right?
2: Price as price is right.
3: Right. Or maybe it's not right.
2: The price is wrong. Bleep.
3: Mm.
2: Bob Barker. Anyway. God,
3: yeah. who's um, got who got five million dollars to buy a baseball? Yeah, if not you think me, about bro.
2: it. In 1998, if Mark McGuire's ball, I mean, I'm sure it didn't sell right in 1998, somewhere around there. 20-something well, years ago, if it sold for 3000000 million, you'd have to think it's going to sell for at least twice that, which is crazy. What are you going to do with it?
1: You know what? Let's ask Bilake. He's going to join us next. Let's talk to him. we got to talk Dodgers with him, this whole Justin Verlander thing. we got to talk about uh, the and MVP stuff with him. We'll do all that stuff with him. So we, you know, we'll ask him about this ball, too. Been a lot of RIPs today. We did. George Michael, right? Who else? There was someone else before that. There was somebody else. I don't remember now. Oh, it was Old Dirty B. Oh, ODB. Yeah. Three RIPs. RIPs in threes. Yeah, unfortunately, that seems to be the thing.
4: Also, RIP to Josefa Salinas, who passed away on the 15th. I know you
1: texted that yesterday. Yeah. I was at the game. I would, or I was, I was I at the game or OG? was come coming back from the game? It was late, I feel like, when you texted that.
4: I, it was, guys. It was, I found out late. So, yeah. If y'all know radio, I, she was an OG in radio. Yeah,
1: so. yeah, yeah. I was trying to pack and like then get to bed. I slept terribly yesterday. You know, I got this sinus thing going on.
4: Oh, my God. I, I feel you, man.
1: And it's like, you know, I took some Sudafed and that stuff. I'm just really bad at like caffeine or anything that mm-hmm. keeps you wired. You know what I mean? Like, cause, you know, that kind of meds like is non drowsy. It always it, I, ruins my sleep all the time. I was miserable. I'm so gassed today.
3: I'm getting ready to try a new pillow, something called a oh, Medcline. Oh. Pillows
1: are good. I, lo- I love a new pillow.
3: Dude, I have the worst pillows in my bed. Ter- I, terrible. But it doesn't,
1: pe- that's bad for your neck, bro.
3: Yeah. Well, so my left shoulder, dude. I'm telling you, my left yeah. shoulder hurts so bad, and I know because at night I can't sleep, like with my left shoulder. Anyway, whatever. So I got these new pillows yeah. that are supposed to be like this full body pillow, right? And and then this one where there's like a bridge, and you put your arm underneath it so that you're not yeah. like you're not putting the pressure on it. Yeah. And I'll let you know how it goes.
1: All right. Um, I had terrible pillows at the at this place yesterday. I had to like stack like three of them. Mm -hmm. At the hotel I was at Beautiful hotel But just terrible pillows I should have said that To the lady when she was like How was your stay And I said oh it was great And then I probably should have said No you know what The the pillows though You probably could have done better I'm exhausted Mm -hmm. right now
3: You know I had a terrible sleep And it's all because of your Crappy ass pillows Otherwise (laughs) everything was great
1: Yeah I should have said that Great breakfast though Uh, Anyway Balake's here Balake you got good pillows
5: uh, my pillows are okay. I- I've been complaining about my pillows for some time. My girlfriend has better pillows than I do, and uh, she always bogarts them and never lets me use them, but I guess that's the price you got to pay sometimes to well... please the girlfriend, but... Got to upgrade the pillows.
3: Yeah, you see, you're bringing up a very interesting point here today, Balakay, which is this. Usually the guys have crappy pillows and the girls have good pillows. Mm -hmm. And then if the girl sleeps over at the guy's house, then she gives the guy grief about his crappy pillows, Mm -hmm. which is why I've now invested in, like, really good pillows. And hopefully, hopefully, I can get a happy, you know, girlfriend rather than somebody complaining about my crappy pillows, you know?
5: I mean, it's it's unbelievable. There are times when I try to sneak one of her pillows onto my side because we each got two. But there's times where she knows instantly. She says, "Do you have one of my pillows?" And I got to hand it over and say, "Yep, all right, you uh, you get the cozy pillows once again."
2: All right,
1: well, So, Balake, we were talking about Twitter possibly, you know, going down. Um, where should we move the community to
5: if it does go down? That's a great question. I think the uh, I think the kids nowadays are on Discord. I think that's oh, the uh, latest. Really? Phase. Discord. Sure, yes. that sure is it. how to ex-
1: work that. Oh, so I'm part of a couple of financial discords. Like, this just people I think that are really smart at finances. Um, so that's actually a great idea.
3: Discord. Really? You guys yes. use Discord? I don't use Discord. Yes.
1: Discord is huge, mm-hmm. dude. Yep. Yep.
3: I yeah. used
2: it for Pokemon Go.
4: <laughs> I used it to uh, graduate.
1: There you go. You mean? Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that do, like, a lot of stuff there that a you lot can, like, follow. A lot follow. of stuff.
4: You know yeah. I'm
2: just saying? Let's just yeah. leave it at that.
1: Yeah. Stuff. Okay. Discord. That's a Take good right one, out. Blake. Blake Harris, our Dodger Insider. By the way, follow him on Twitter uh, while it's still around at Blake Harris uh, Of course, he uh, he's got the podcast Inside the Ravine and his substack. That's going nowhere. Best Dodger info around. So, real quick, this Justin Verlander thing. You buying this? Like you think it's real. I mean, he wants a three year deal. He's 40 years old.
5: Yeah, at first when I heard the rumor, I was like, okay, maybe that seems like something the Dodgers could consider if it's like a one-year deal for $35 million or something like that. But yeah, the second I heard that he's pretty much seeking the Max Scherzer kind of deal, three years for like $120, 130000000 yeah, I'll have to pass on that one because like you said, I think he's either 40 years old already or he's closing in on 40. And regardless of him winning the Cy Young this year, uh, I don't want to give a 40-year-old, you know, $40 million. So if it's anything more than one year, that's a uh, that's a pass for me.
3: You uh, you guys following the story about how the Dodgers and Cody Bellinger got to kind of figure out what's going to happen here, and um, you know, obviously his numbers have declined over the last couple of years while his salary has increased. At like twenty million dollars, it's a little less. I still think I'd take a shot on Bellinger for one more year at about like nineteen million and change. How about you, Blake?
5: Yeah, I completely agree. I, I think so. Tomorrow's the deadline to a uh, non-tender him the contract, which it sounds like the Dodgers might be leaning towards doing. But obviously, Cody Bellinger is not the player he once was. He's not going to be an MVP kind of player next year. But for $18 million, you have to take into account he plays gold glove defense. He offers a lot of speed. And uh, maybe I'm just an optimistic where I, I I think he might figure things out. And, you know, maybe next year – Improve just a little. It's hard to get much worse than what he's been doing the last couple of years. But yeah, for $18 million for one more year, I'm with you, Scott. Take the chance. Hope he figures some things out. Hopefully he just becomes league average at the plate. I mean, if he becomes league average at the plate, then he's easily worth the $18 million. But I can see why the Dodgers might not be willing to shell out that kind of money because he is an awful hitter. So we'll have our decision tomorrow. And uh, if the Dodgers non tender him, looks like Cody Bellinger won't be returning in Dodger Blue.
1: Um, Who are some of the free, like this Trey Turner thing to me, this doesn't, um, this doesn't look promising. Um, Like I don't think he's coming back. What do you do then?
5: Yeah. I mean, if Trey Turner is not back, obviously you have a couple of options. You have option number one, which I think is the smartest and that's Carlos Correa. But I know a lot of Dodgers fans have uh, been very harsh when I've uh, talked uh, uh, talked about that on the show in weeks past. So if it's not Carlos Correa, you might have to get creative in the trade market because I don't think Dansby Swanson's the kind of guy you want to give $150 million to. And, you know, then your option might be moving Gavin Lux to shortstop. And we've seen Gavin Lux play second base. And if he can't make throws from second base, God forbid he's making throws from shortstop. So if it's none of those options, I think we see the Dodgers maybe get creative and uh, acquire a shortstop that none of us are even thinking about right now.
3: I thought the uh, move by Tyler Anderson down to the Angels was pretty interesting. The Dodgers offered him a one-year deal, nearly $20 million, and he was pretty um, open about, no, I wanted the three-year $40 million deal. I got a family to take care of here. Uh, This was my shot to make big money. Were you surprised that he took the three years 39 rather than the one year 19 from the Dodgers?
5: Yeah, I mean, I guess I was surprised, but I also wasn't surprised because on one hand for Tyler Anderson, I think he's been around for seven seasons. And if you were to take those seven seasons and add all of his salaries up, it doesn't even equal the $20 million that he could have made with the Dodgers in the season. So, you know, like you said, he's got a family to support. You've got to secure the bag. So I get wanting to, you know, lock in three years, get $39 million. And the fact, I mean, based on where he's currently living, He's not going to have to move. He's just going to have to make a further drive to uh, go to Angel Stadium. But, you know, making $20 million for one season, if he has another good year, there's a chance he makes even more money next year. So, you know, overall, you can't fault the guy for wanting to make $39 million. If I was in that situation, I would gladly take the $39 million. But I-, I was a bit surprised that a team like the Angels, of all teams, offered him three years because uh, I-, I didn't think he'd get it. I-, I thought some teams might offer him two years. But I was very surprised to hear that uh, the Angels offered him three.
3: Just uh, so you know, I'm, are, I'm creating a Discord account right now, just so you know, Blake. I'm going to find good, you on Discord. Good job, Cappy. Yeah.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, Cappy, you're not going to find me there because I have no idea how to even use that. So then why'd you, you recommend to, uh, Discord, dude? No, but he's right, though. A lot of people use it. But Blake,
1: he's <laughs> that, way younger than us. And he—if look, if I can figure it out, he can figure it out.
5: Yeah, like but, I said, that's it, what the kids are on nowadays. But uh, I... I I'm getting up there at an age where I, I don't know how to Discord quite yet.
3: All right. Yeah. Me neither. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop playing with it I right got you. now. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, hey, Blake.
1: Look, here, here's, hold on. Chris,
3: yeah?
5: Chris
1: Sakai uh, mm-hmm. tweets us and says in the Circle of Trust, we have several Discord servers for our company. Definitely a necessity for reaching out to your user base. Look at
3: oh, that. Okay. I'm going to try and play with it tonight a little bit. Maybe try and figure it out.
1: Yeah.
3: Hey, Blake. Um, while we've got you here, I know you do a lot on college football on your YouTube channel. Jump in on the USC-UCLA game. Make a prediction. I have told George that I expect USC to win. I've said convincingly. He said what's convincingly. I said two scores. I got USC winning this thing. 10, 14 points, two scores. What do you think?
5: What does Harris highlights say? Uh, I'm on Team Cappy. I think USC blows UCLA out of the water. I, I think with this matchup, I, I think with USC still in the playoff hunt they need to make a statement they don't even have a top 25 win this year so they need to make a statement in dramatic fashion and i think ucla i do think you know they were looking ahead this past weekend to arizona but that was a bad loss and i, I do think USC is going to be more amped up they're playing for a lot more so i'm with you cappy uh i, I think they win convincingly and I, I think it's a blowout when i saw that the spread's i think two and a half i even texted my uncle saying we might need to make a run the state line to get the prim and just hammer USC on this money line because two and a half that almost seems like easy money. But yeah, that well, let, said, let me tell you that something. That means UCLA is going to win by ten.
3: Yeah, right. Fat Jack. Fat Jack said it's it's dummies like us that would run to the state line to make that bet. He goes, those are the guys you don't follow. You don't follow the guys making the fifty dollar bet. You make the follow the guys making the ten thousand dollar bet, and those are the guys that are betting on UCLA.
5: Yeah, like me. <laughs> that, what I've what I've learned is what. Ever the public is leaning heavy on whatever game you say that is easy money as George, as George Costanza once said do the opposite
1: yeah no you're, you're absolutely right. right I mean it really is just generally do the opposite let me right. see where the the money right now um, is coming in on UCLA the money yeah,
3: yeah. George Money's Costanza also said well, I have the opposite it, of tuna salad which is salmon salad but it really yeah. wasn't salmon salad
0: yeah
1: it, it opened up at five and a half and dropped to two and a half it's been beat down to two and a half so
3: Actually, maybe it was chicken salad from tuna salad, but it's salmon salad. should be the opposite of tuna because they swim upstream. I think that's ah, what Jerry said. There you go. Remember uh, that, Blake?
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I got every Seinfeld episode locked in the back of my memory, so I know that for a fact. <laughs> there it is.
1: Blake Harris, follow him on Twitter while it lasts, at BlakeHarrisTBLA. <laughs> it uh, is, we'll yeah. all be on Discord soon, <laughs> uh, I'm assuming. <laughs> And uh, make sure you go to his Substack if you want the best Dodger information out there. Blake Harris on sub, on Substack. Harris highlights for college football. Oh, and I forgot the podcast for the Dodgers inside the ravine as well. Blake, we'll talk to you next week,
5: pal. Hey, if Twitter goes down, let's just all uh, create sided accounts
3: and we'll all uh, communicate oh, via oh, look the sided app. How about that, there's my You're man. You're gonna need some
1: some development there, Cappy. We're gonna be doing that, though.
3: Well, we haven't really put a lot of time and effort into the into the app, you know, because it became more of a consumer-based company. But I will do it if everybody wants to meet and have a community over on Sided. I'm down. All right. We can discuss further. Let's we'll see it. if
1: you we'll see if you have the <laughs> capabilities. Maybe you can hire some of the engineers. Elon's losing. Right. All Good right. idea, George. Thanks, Blake. See ya. Uh, all, all right. right. Coming up next, Cappy, we're going to do a new thing at 6 o'clock. You ready? We're going to do what you need to know, which is what we always do. And then we're going to do what I'm going to call the 6 o'clock reset. Ooh. You like
4: that?
3: I do. It sounds really sexy. Yes. We'll be sexy next.
4: Robert Half research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.